Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Retire Simply Podcast. I'm Scott Winstead. And I'm Angela. And we're back this week bringing you all things retirement related, and we're going to continue our talk on risk this month. Um, And so we mentioned last week about just overall risk and really starting to understand, you know, how much you can stomach to maybe lose in the stock market. Um, We find that that's a very different number than... Uh, just thinking about the amount you can make in the stock market. Mm-hmm. Um, however, most people only are ever looking at the upside, right? And so one of the things that we talk a lot about uh, to folks when they come in and visit with us is something called the sequence of returns. And you and I talk about this a lot, Angela. Yeah, and I'm just going to warn everybody. This sounds a little bit complicated, but stick with us. We'll break it down for you because it's really important to understand. Yeah, the sequence of returns is probably one of the most important things to understand as you're planning your retirement. Um, And it's one of those things that it really doesn't matter until you retire. Okay. And it's called the sequence of returns. Sounds a little fancy, but here's really what it is. You know, we know the stock market's going to go up and we know the stock market's going to go down. And typically year in and year out, none of us know if we're going to get an up year or a down year. We just know that they're going to come. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So we don't really know the order or the sequence that they come. We just know it's going to happen. And when you're working, right, when you're working, the order really doesn't matter. So if I'm going to work for 30 years and I start with zero in my retirement account and I build it up to a million dollars, let's say, by the time I retire, the order in which those returns comes doesn't really matter to me ending up with my million dollars. The reason is when the market goes up, I'm putting money in. And when the market goes down, I'm putting money in. So my money's going to grow to whatever it's going to grow to based on that up and down going on over that 30-year period, let's say. Yep. And the key takeaway here is we're putting money in, we're not taking it out. Exactly. So the sequence of returns doesn't really start to matter to us the roller coaster ride changes, right. right? Emotionally, it feels different when we make money and lose money. But the bookmark or the bookends don't really change. So what I mean by that is you start with zero, you end with a million. Now, the roller coaster ride, how you get there feels different depending on the order that those returns come in, but our bookends don't change. Well, all of that goes out the window when you retire. And as Angela mentioned, the reason it goes out the window is because Instead of putting money into the retirement account, now you're taking money out of the retirement account. And you you all have heard us talk about this a lot. Regardless if you want the money or you don't out of that retirement account, you're going to be forced to take money out. So this is going to apply whether you ever plan on touching that IRA for your income or that 401k for your income, or if you just don't touch it and you wait till whatever your mandatory distribution age and you have to start taking money out at that point. Okay. So this will apply. Yep. And it is totally okay. If you haven't heard of this before, it totally makes sense because you've just been a saver your whole life. So what Scott and I are talking about is when you become a spender, that's why it's important to uh, understand this idea moving forward. Exactly. So the sequence of returns basically says, just like when you worked, we're going to get good years in the market. We're going to get bad years in the market. Same is going to be true when you retire. We're going to get good years in the market. We're going to get bad years in the market. The problem, though, is you're taking money out. And when you take money out of the account, 
the order in which those returns come in absolutely 100% drastically impacts the amount of money that you have left at the end of your life. And I, I cannot stress this enough. The impact, depending on the amount of money you've saved, can be hundreds of thousands of dollars difference at the end of your retirement, just depending on the order that those returns come in. So for instance, do you think my retirement looks different, Angela, if I retire and the first year I go to take money out of my account, the stock market makes 38%. Do you think that looks different than if uh, the first year I'm in retirement, I go to take money out of my account and 2008 happens and the stock market goes down 38%. Do you think those look different? They look very different. In one scenario, I can see how it would be really easy to run out of money. And the other scenario makes it much more unlikely that you'd run out of money. Exactly. And the scary thing for folks in retirement or gearing up to re for retirement, this, the really scary thing is you don't know what you're going to get early on in your retirement. What type of return you're going to get. That's right. And yeah. so if you get good returns early on, you're probably doing all right. You get bad returns early on or negative returns early on, you have a lot of things to worry about. Mm -hmm. And the scariest part about that is no one controls that. Right. Right. It's just going to happen the way it happens. Just like, you know, um, 2008 happened, just like the dot com bubble happened, just like COVID last March and, and April happened. Right. These things happen and we don't get to control them. And so the sequence of returns really drastically changes your bottom line year in and year out, depending on the order that these returns come in. And when you come into the office and visit with us about this, we'll be able to actually numerically show you this so that you can really conceptualize it. Mm -hmm. um, if you're like Angela and I, you're probably kind of a visual person and you want to be able to see, well, how does this really work? And we've got great tools to be able to help you to do that. We also put them in our, our, our retirement plans that we build for folks. So We'll be able to help you with this. But in the meantime, it's important that you understand this. OK, mm -hmm. and so the sequence of returns means the random order that the good years happen and the bad years happen. And because there are so many massive swings that happen to your income and your bottom line in retirement, because of the sequence of returns, we we wanted to spend a little bit of time today just sharing with you, you know, four or five ideas that you can use to help minimize mm -hmm. the impact that the sequence of returns can actually have. Yep, these can help be a really good buffer so you don't have to experience the full force of negative returns. Hey there, so listen. You know, Angela and I love being local DFW retirement professionals and we help so many families in the area. You know, there's a lot of ways that we can help you with your retirement. We can perform a stress test on your current investments. Basically, what that lets you know is how aggressive or conservative or how risky you're wanting to be versus what you actually are doing. We can also schedule a one-on-one -on -one consultation with one of us if you just have a one-off question that you'd love to ask us. And you're always welcome to come to one of our live financial workshops, our live events. So go to compassretirement.com and just click on schedule a visit to choose what you need from us. If you're looking for a firm that will bend over backwards to help you, You've come to the right spot. So what are some of the things that we can use to um, help, I guess, minimize the impact of the sequence of returns, Angela? I know we were jotting down some things uh, as we were preparing for today. So, you know, what's something that, that we came up with that you, you want to share with them? 
um, limiting your withdrawal rate. What does that really mean? How much you're taking out of your accounts each year? I'll let you know this is not a really fun one to think about. So let's pretend that you've planned on taking 4% out of your retirement accounts each year to live off of. Well, you might come to a point and say, you know, um, with the sequence of returns, this being a negative down year, honey, instead of taking our normal 4% this year, I think we should uh, cinch the belt a little bit and just take 2% out this year. We're going to have to change the way we're living possibly, but I think that's a good decision. How does that Nothing feel? about that sounds fun to me. <laughs> I wish you could see the look on his face right now. No one in retirement wants to live on less in a down year. No one wants to cinch the belt. We've been retirement planners for over a decade now. No one has ever walked into our office, sat down and said, Scott, can you build us a plan? Um, and just know we're okay with when the market goes down, just living on less. We won't take our, our big trip with our family every year. We won't eat out as much. Um, I'll make sure I drive a, you know, a, a a, a, a lower uh, priced car in the meantime. Um, you know, we will get rid of the house cleaner. We'll make sure we're getting um, uh, maybe uh, cheaper groceries than what we normally would. Um, no one's ever walked into our office and said that. So that is a strategy, right? Yeah. You can just not take as much in a down year. Um, you know, we just came out of something that in the investing world that they called the lost decade, where it means we barely got any good returns for 10 years. So maybe you want to set that belt for 10 years um, if we have another one of those lost decades in your retirement. Probably not fun, but it is something you can do. Yep. Um, one of the things that that we help folks look at sometimes uh, in terms of building out probably one of the most important things we build for them is called an income plan. And the income plan is where's your income going to come from? Uh, how much of it do you need? What type of rate of return and things do you need to get to get that income? And so one of the things that can really help against sequence of returns is, is laddering your income. And what laddering means is being able to turn on income at different intervals, right? Mm -hmm. Different time frames. So, hey, I'm going to withdraw from age, you know, 62 to 67 out of these accounts, right? And then at 67, I'm going to turn on my social security and I'm going to start drawing my social security. And then at 70, my spouse is going to turn on their social security, right? Mm -hmm. So we're staggering the income. And by staggering the income, a lot of times you can make sure you have more coming in, even if the stock market isn't cooperating. So it's really getting, um, I would say, harmony around all your different income sources and when those turn on for you and laddering them. Um, so that's another good way to think about, um, well, let me back up. That's the first good way to think <laughs> about uh, limiting the sequence of returns right there. Well, why don't you talk about a really great way next? Okay. Yeah. So another I guess, good way to just eliminate this or be very mindful of this uh, would be to just keep uh, more cash on hand than what you typically would. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a double-edged sword, yes, exactly. right? Because we talk about inflation and things getting more expensive and having money just sitting in cash and how that can be like a, a stroke. Yeah, yeah like a, a silent killer mm -hmm. for your retirement. But you could beef up your cash reserves. So then when the market goes down, you've got at least a year to maybe two years of cash just sitting there that you can draw from while the market recovers, hopefully. I don't love the idea 
but it is a it is a strategy that mm-hmm. you could use. Yep, yeah. Okay. One of the other ones um, that I'll just quickly mention that I think a lot of people um, don't know is using home equity. You know, I think we get a lot of questions around folks that you know. By the time they get to retirement, their home is one of their biggest assets, the equity in their home that Mm -hmm. they've built up. And how do you necessarily use home equity to be able to bridge a gap between a bad market year, a couple bad years or something like that? And that is a strategy. Now, whether you take out a home equity line of credit, whether you take out a home equity loan, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do that. And that's a conversation for another day. But you can use your home equity um, in a down market year or maybe a, a, a recession, if you will, to be able to bridge the gap while you don't touch your investments and you let them rebound. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's probably what, one more that we would go and, and chat with you about? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to share, um, you know, when the market is turbulent um, and we're experiencing some of those negative returns, Um, We have the option, if we've set them up strategically, to take from principally guaranteed assets. So what do I mean by that? That means when we put the money in, we are guaranteed not to have less than that due to a downturn in the market. So if we've had some foresight and we've set up some principally guaranteed assets in our retirement plan, this would be a great time um, to use those as an opportunity to take our income from so that we don't have to realize the down uh, turn in the market. Yeah, I think that's a great, a great point. So, you know, quick example would be like, hey, you know, I'm going to draw 4% out of my accounts every year. The stock market went down 10%, right? Okay, well, if I take the 4% out of that, now I took out 14%. I locked in the 10% loss plus the 4% came out. Well, if I have a a principally guaranteed asset, mm-hmm. right? Fixed indexed annuity. Um, there can be CDs around that. Uh, it can be life, life insurance. insurance yeah. um, so there's different principally guaranteed you know, tools out there. But hey, if I need that same 4%, at least I know my account's only going to drop by the 4% because I can't be down the 10% to the market. When it goes down, I get a zero, right? Yes. In a principally guaranteed account. Yep, typically. Yep, yep. So again, giving yourself the ability to to not erode the account quite so fast in a down market year. So those are just kind of, you know, five quick uh, little tips that you can use for uh, minimizing the impact of sequence of returns. But please make no mistake, this is a massive, massive um, uh, issue for your retirement. It is going to matter uh, to you, whether it matters in a great way or it matters in a negatively way or a poor way. Um, It's going to matter. And, you know, it's almost like a roll of the dice. When you decide that you're going to retire, what's going to happen that year in the market? And I'll tell you right now, if you get one or two years up front where you get a, a decent downturn, yep. it's drastically going to impact your retirement. So the time to plan for that is now. That you, the, we always tell folks the worst time to lose money in your retirement is about five to six years before you retire and five to six years once you're retired. Mm-hmm. So that 10 to 12 year period is the absolute worst time to lose money in your retirement. So taking steps now uh, to make sure you're protected around that is is vital. Yep. And uh, that's what a plan helps you to do. Exactly. So um, if you have questions about that, don't hesitate to give us a call. We're always here to help. That number is 817-328-6152. We look forward to getting back with you next week as we continue our risk discussion and we'll go from there. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. 
This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money, and just as easily anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to compassretirement.com. That's compass with two S's, retirement.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to tell a friend. They're probably a lot like you and would enjoy it too. Compass Retirement is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.